When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is exciting. What is that? This is the Rich Eisen Show. For anybody out there thinking this is a wrap because Rodgers doesn't have Devontae Adams. Leaping grab is made. Randall Cobb. Did you know that Aaron Rodgers in prime time since 2020? Touchdown, Randall Cobb. Aaron Rodgers is 8 0. And the Packers get the dagger. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, former NFL executive Andrew Brandt. Coming up, Academy Award winning actor Adrian Brody. Two time Academy. Academy Award nominee, actor Jeremy Renner, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes, hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. A mixture of Packers talk and candy talk uh, in hour number one. Andrew Brandt, longtime Packers executive, says that uh, his heart says that Aaron Rodgers' seven and one start and the way he looks so invested emotionally and and how well this team is playing and the guy that he said I want on the team and Aaron Randall Cobb catches two touchdowns in a short week game when they are shorthanded and then all of a sudden the Rodgers to Cobb connection shows up like it's the days of yesteryear you know like the the good old living high on the hog Mike McCarthy days. Yeah, Super Bowl wins. And, um, you know, and look at that last night. What a win for the Green Bay Packers. Seven and one. It was a total team win. Rodgers playing as well as he did last night. Boy, is he the king of, of, of Hail Marys? He throws Hail Marys in the same way that Brady uh, does uh, uh, quarterback sneaks. I think it's him I'm and sorry. Russell Wilson are neck and neck because they throw it so high the with point such comes a high straight arc. Down. Yeah, the ball, it's like a roller coaster. It gets to the top and then it comes straight down right. in the end zone. And, and, the, and it looks like it comes straight down a chimney. It's imminently catchable for anybody. Um, and But Rodgers just does everything so well. 37 attempts last night and two touchdown passes, no interceptions, and then the, the, the running game last night. 34 for a buck 51. AJ Dillon had an they had an average of 4.9 yards a carry, 78 yards, and Aaron Jones had a touchdown on the ground last night. And a 24-21 win for Green Bay, where, you know, like I said in the hour number one, I don't think the reason why I, I just think it's just working so well is Rogers feels as invested as maybe ever in the fact that he has said, I want that guy, that guy scores two touchdowns in a big game. And then Matt LaFleur is just, they're, they're going for it. Fourth down, I mean, Mason Crosby, don't, don't, I don't think he'll ever kick a chip shot field goal this year. <laughs> well, he had that three miss game. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. no, it's not nothing to do with it. It's just like they're going for it on fourth down inside the 10. I think we're going to get to a point, Rich, where everybody's going to, as long as you're around the around midfield, you're going for it. But they're going for it when a, a field goal will do. They did kick one, a, a chip shot field goal last night. I'm being facetious after, after they the, could the not, the after punt. the muff punt. Yeah, Rondell yeah. Moore with two huge turnovers last yeah, night. One on special teams and then another one that goes off his fingertips that results in an interception. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that throw was a little off target, but uh, but the Cardinals were off last night. Yep, Cardinals looked off from the get go last night. Even though they took the lead, it just felt off from the beginning to the end. From DeAndre Hopkins having a touchdown called back because he grabbed onto a face mask. Are you fine with that? I didn't think that was. It was just weird. It was weird, and then he and then he and then he leaves the game. He leaves the game with a hamstring injury that he was questionable coming in, but there looked nothing questionable about his strength and his ability to make a play on that play. Cliff Kingsbury said, I don't know, it was after the game or this morning, that Hopkins went back, back in the in, game in the fourth again. quarter. Again. And that wasn't part of the game plan. How Hop checked himself into the game, and Kingsbury was not pleased. How weird was last night where Hopkins is out, and then it looks like he's not going to return because he's wearing a ball cap, and then he's got a helmet on. But then he runs into the game with his helmet on for the first time since all of that after they went for it on fourth down on midfield and his replacement caught the ball. Right. So if he's going to be still active and playing, don't you think he's out there on that fourth down play where things were really looking dire for the team? He comes back the next snap. And caught a pass. And then disappears and then comes back. And then... A.J. Green misses whatever sign appears to be. Did Murray not give the sign properly? Here was Murray after the game about that misfire where it looked like despite all of the ups and downs, and the ups were the running game. Chase Edmonds did score that touchdown to start the scoring after one was called back and Chase Edmonds is nice they had a they had to have a red zone possession as opposed to a touchdown and they still scored and not one but two touchdowns from James Conner on the ground he's looked good there too right and despite that despite Rodgers performing as well as he did being shorthanded despite having the running game come jam down their throats without J.J. Watt they had a chance to win it and they did it right by taking all the time down We're either going to win it, tie it in overtime. We are certainly not going to lose it in regulation because we left too much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. They had two cracks at it because they were out of timeouts, and A.J. Green comes off and starts run-blocking, it appears, on Rasul Douglas, who sees the ball coming at him because he's the one with his face looking towards the line of scrimmage because Green is just like, oh, ball's coming to me? Right. Never turned his head around. Until the game was over. This was this was my way afterwards. I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, so just a miscommunication. Um, I couldn't tell you, but you know we just got to be better. Tyler, were you able to talk to AJ about that afterwards? Did you get to talk? Nah, I mean I know I know he's hot. You know, um, emotions running high. Um, obviously, after the fact, it's you know we both know. Um, you know, we weren't on the same page, and uh, it cost us. But you know, we'll, we'll be better because of it. Can't win them all, of course. Got to sit here and wonder: Does that mean you're out of your dome and you're freezing your new your you know what's off in a playoff game in January and uh, yeah, in Lambeau Field because of it? Maybe. Who's going to get Green Bay the rest of the year? Good question. The Los Angeles Rams play them. They play them on November 28th, the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, Week 12. And then they've got to buy. Let's walk through this because look who's next. 
for Green Bay. I'll tell you what, if Kansas City plays against Green Bay, this Green Bay team, the way that they've been playing the first seven weeks of the season, it's a it's it's gonna be a wrap in front of Arrowhead fast. Fast. You better not turn the ball over on this team, and you better not, you know, make the defensive lapses because Rogers is going to find you. I mean, I wonder- he's going to find a mismatch. Doesn't matter who's out there playing for twelve. He's going to find a mismatch, and it's going to be something. I don't want to go out on a limb and say they're not going to lose a game the rest of the year. I've already doing that. I'm not clutching yeah, a hot yeah, take. Yeah. No, I'm wondering if uh, at Minnesota is kind of a trap game. I don't know. I mean, there's a division games, but then the, the, you know their next four are. At Kansas City after a mini-buy, and you're assuming Devontae Adams will be through COVID, and so will Alan Lazard, and so will the defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. Yep. And by the way, again, congr- I mean, kudos to Jerry Gray and Kirk Olavadotti, the D-backs and linebackers coach. Gray is also the passing game coordinator for calling those plays last night. Don him up. Defense did well last night and totally, again, got Arizona off its kilter. Of course, you don't have DeAndre Hopkins, and then he comes back in. Imagine you're on the team, you're like, D-hop's out. There he is in the, in the ball cap, and then he comes running back in, and if he's putting himself back in the game, yeah. what you're thinking? <laughs> right. Like, what play we're going to throw? And then he throws one to him, and he looks great doing it, and off he goes, and then, and he then goes right the ball cap. Yeah. That's going to put you out of sorts, I think. I think? I don't know, man. I mean, I wonder what because, the – I mean, he'll never admit to it, but I wonder what the play that Kyler Murray checked out of Obviously, that was a check to A.J. Green that he thought was going to hit him with a back shoulder. Right. What was the play call originally? I don't know. Maybe to the left because Green thought there's no chance that's coming to me. He was run blocking. Like, you know. Yeah, those guys or, on the left side were running he, past Or do you think like the, the – was it like some sort of jet sweep coming his way? Was it Kyler Murray right. maybe going to take off and run to his right? Yeah, I maybe, have no idea yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. what it was going that way. But you're looking right now at the NFC – Arizona still has one in its back pocket on the Rams because they're the only ones to have beaten the Rams, and the Rams were expecting to join them at 7-1 and one because they're taking on the Houston Texans at Houston, and it's going to be Davis Mills that was announced. Terod Taylor will not be back for that game. So, And the Texans, you know, you know how the Texans, what they must be feeling right now? Pissed as all get out. As Mark Ingram is ha- handed away to New Orleans for a song you see the compensation on that a 2024 come on seventh round pick come on like you here you take him we don't need him <laughs> you take him that's less than a now they might balls. be doing ingram a solid Maybe. sending him to new orleans where, where he's going to be i mean you don't have to bring him up to speed all he's got to do is check in health wise he's he's going to get the ball this weekend i would say he'll probably play this weekend yeah. they're going to run it back james hey james guess what you get you get Kamara and ingram and you get michael thomas at some point and they're running it back and that's a big game this weekend. Holy crap, top of the NFC because the Bucks trying to join everyone at 7-1 and one as well. They have a four-way tie at 7-1 and one atop the NFC by the end of the week. And then, of course, there's the Cowboys trying to join them one step closer at 6-1 and one, coming off of a bye. And uh, just staying in that one-loss club to put it, try and bring it all to full circle as that top seed is going to be lit because that's the one... That top seed race is going to be lit. That's the one, as we know, bye week. As we're right here in week eight, this is the old midway point of a season. And uh, certainly is a midway point for for a team that's already played eight games. Um, not anymore. There's an extra game coming. And if I'm not mistaken, um, that Green Bay 
Kansas City game is that's the 17th added regular season contest, isn't it? Yes, correct on that. So yeah. that's coming up for Green Bay, their extra 17th game. That's coming up at Kansas City. Keep an eye on all that. Certainly as Dallas takes on Minnesota Sunday night, our weekly daily now. Daily. This week, check with Mike McCarthy. Check with Mike about Dak's calf muscle. Now look. <laughs> Mike's not out. Mike's, Mike's not standing there watching the, the rehab. He's getting reports. Dak limited. And uh, these calf muscles, you know, they can go any second. And he has no idea. But he's still got to answer the questions. Here we go. Here's his last check on it in front of a microphone. Mike McCarthy on Dak's readiness for Sunday night football right here on a Friday. Outside of soreness, how did he come through after pushing more yesterday? Than- Good. No, he's, he's confident. I mean, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't waver. You know, he, he, he wants to play, and he wants to continue to work towards that. Will you make the decision tomorrow? Will it be sun, Will it be a pregame workout sort of thing on Sunday? <laughs> really, I mean, we're focused on today. I mean, you know, just visiting with Britt earlier. Uh, you know, he has a plan. You know, he has a workload capacity. He wants a hit. Um, you know, regen is a, is a big part of his day based off the work he's done Wednesday and Thursday. So we'll just stay on course. Good luck, man. Doesn't even want to say, I mean, it's a game time decision. Let's be honest. He'll go out there, do those hip openers and all that sort of stuff. And we'll be watching Tariko and the gang do their thing and keep an eye on all that 90 minutes before kick. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be big. He'll be up. I think he'll be up. The question is, is who else is going to be up? Who's going to be in? Now, Rich, I keep track of this sort of information, not you. So I'm just going to let you in on something here. Yes, sir. Now, this game in the desert opened. Yes. Vikings plus one and a half. So yes. that means they're getting one and a half point. Dallas favored in the game. Thank you. Okay? I'm not. Okay, very good. Now, as of right now. I'm this, fine with that. When you talk about other terms, you know. Got it. You know, you're teasing and parlaying and all that sure. stuff. That's where you lose of course, me. Of course. Teasing, you, you add more points, but the amount you uh, no, 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 no. Okay. As of right now, 1014 Pacific time, Rich. Vikings now minus three. That is a massive swing. That is a four-and-a-half-point swing in the direction of the home team now. That means yes. Desert thinks Dak is out. How right is the Desert on this sort of stuff? Rich, you see all those new buildings that are up there? <laughs> have, you, have you been down the Strip recently? Yeah, it's because somebody keeps putting it all on, you know, red. You've been you down know? the Strip I mean, somebody, recently? Somebody, somebody just, like, doesn't think that the dealer is going to hit 21 from a two with nine cards. You know what you, I mean? You've, like, been, uh, you've been in the wind? It's, not, it's, it's because somebody also likes seeing people with blue paint flip around, you know? There's I mean, this new one there, Resorts <laughs> World. My God. Uh, that means the desert's usually right on this stuff. Usually right. More often than not. TJ? I mean, look, man. TJ. I, <laughs> am I worried? I, uh, you, you're damn yeah, straight you're, you're worried. You're a little worried. Because it's going to be more than just. But, but here's the deal, Rich, though. Like, uh, let's this just say week. He, let's just say he misses the game, right? And they we decide that for some precautionary reason, they're going to send him out. I don't believe that's going to happen. Send out but your if, Cooper Rush uniform? But if he does, you know what? Then that, If that means he's going to stay healthier for the rest of the season by missing a week, yeah, then sure. I think everyone would be okay with that. Of course. I just don't believe that that's going to happen. I mean, he said himself he went hard in practice on, I believe, Wednesday. 
didn't like hold back, didn't go 75%. So I would assume, yeah, today he'd be a little bit sore, right? All right. Um, but, okay. you know. Cooper Rush, three career passes. That's it. Three. Maybe that's the minus three. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then there's the case of Baker Mayfield. Oh. In Cleveland. He is out there practicing today. He back. For uh, all week. He's out there practicing. And he... I saw a video of him practicing. We're, you know, we, we can't show it here on, on Peacock. He's got he, – he's throwing. He looks nice throwing. It's that left arm. It's kind of hanging there like like uh, like Papelbon leaning over, you know, for the pitch. He's sort of no, – sort of Kimbrough. Like, Kimbrough. Oh, Kimbrough. Pardon Kimbrough. me. Like yeah, Kimbrough, Kimbrough for the pitch. Yeah, he's like Kimbrough yeah. for the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Or um, why, is, why am I blanking on his name? The guy who had all the home runs, a designated hitter who ran around. Oh, Edwin Encarnacion. He looks like Encarnacion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, take a, take a look at the video when he follows through. You know, it's not like it follows through in, like a normal throwing motion from – from the left side. Right side looks good. Left side, he kind of has like that Edwin Encarnacion what, with the perch. Parrot? Yeah. yeah uh, He's got like the perch. Let's see if I can find it. And it's like, hey, man, uh, you know, that's T.J. Watt coming now. J.J. got you down on the ground and knocked you out of that Thursday nighter. Now here comes T.J. with the coup de gras. And I love the moxie, man. I love the moxie. You know that's what I love about Baker. And Dak's got the same thing. He does not want to miss a game. He said, "I missed enough games last year, staring at the ceiling, wondering if he was gonna when he's gonna start, literally walking again." Baker, to me, does not look comfortable at all. Yeah, you're right. So he, in this video, Rich, I'll, I'll retweet it here in a second. He's holding like a, a water bottle full of juice or sports yeah. drink or whatever. Yeah. But a, as he throws deep, it's just like. Staying tucked like a chicken wing, yeah. like right under his, yeah. next to his body. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Rappaport said the fracture is healing. Guess what? Guess what? Here it is. Received medical clearance last night to play. He's expected to start Sunday despite a torn left labrum and shoulder fracture. Full range of motion in his shoulder and his strength back. The medical decision was made. The fracture is healing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Again, to, TJ, Baker, to TJ's this, point, like, why put him out there before this you This team is so much better with Baker Mayfield, and I know this. Oh, look what Case Keenum did. Oh, oh, he hasn't been doing much. Oh, what has he done? Baker Mayfield is so much better for this team. It's not funny, and I love that he wants to play, and I don't know, man. Just re- retweet that video uh, uh, on yeah, our at Rich Eisen right Show now. site. I saw it, and it's just like – he kind of pulls his elbow back, his left elbow back, as he's following through to try and make sure that everything is, like, moving and he doesn't feel any soreness and pain. That's the way it looks like to me. Again, I've never thrown a professional football pass. I did throw a ton of bombs to uh, Taylor in the backyard. Hey, now. Um, <laughs> she caught many of them. I was saying, did she catch them? She did. Okay. She did. Did she have the sticky gloves on? Because, you know, no, the gloves are no really gloves. helping people catch No gloves. She's just days. got tons of moxie. There you go. Good. Yeah. She's just like, she said, Dad, can we catch some bombs today? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, that. <laughs> using that school of knowledge about throwing, Kurt Warner's laughing wherever he is right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. This does not look like it. J.J. put him on a turf two weeks ago, and here comes T.J. Yeah, why rush it? Uh, He's going to get hurt. Well, you know, people just don't, he doesn't want to be Wally Pipped. Which is stupid. I, everyone's having fun I mean, with that, look, but I'll do come on. Keaton, That's like, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? No, he's just a gamer. He's got moxie. He wants to get in there for his teammates. Yeah, and if the doctors are saying, hey, the, the fracture looks better here in this x-ray than it did last time, then two salud. 
Two salud. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. Uh, are people calling in to say that they love candy corn or they hate it? Because that's what uh, <laughs> Mike Leach said. He hates candy corn. I love it. He said he loves almond joy. I hate it. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> All right. So quick poll. Do you like candy corn? Sixty five percent disgusting. Thirty five percent yes. And yes. then the best chocolate based. I had to throw up a repoll. Took off. Three Musketeers. We totally blanked on peanut butter cups. Oh, Reese's. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes. so peanut yeah. butter okay. cups are winning 49%. Oh, wow. A late ad is taking the W, Yes, huh? Snickers and Kit Kat, 19%. Twix, mm-hmm. 14%. Come on, Twix. Let's a- go. Adrian Brody has an Academy Award in his, uh, in his, uh, in his trophy case. Not for angels in the outfield, uh, for the pianist. Um, and he is now <laughs> in the new film called The French Dispatch from the, uh, the uh, director Wes Anderson. Uh, who has been just a brilliant filmmaker? You know the Royal Tannenbaums and uh, and the Grand Budapest Hotel, the Darjeeling Limited, and so on and so forth. And Adrian Brody's been in most of them. Can't wait to chat with this man. He's from Queens. Now he's all about this, and also he's in Succession coming up. Yeah. Adrian Brody. When we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle. O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This man is in theaters now in the latest Wes Anderson film called The French Dispatch. He's also getting set to appear in succession. Oh, baby. And also, he's going to play Pat Riley in the upcoming um, HBO series, based on the Showtime Lakers back in the day. Um, this is all kinds of neat stuff. Uh, joining us right here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right now is the actor, Adrian Brody. How are you, sir? 
I'm doing great, Rich. How are you? I'm doing uh, better for talking to you, sir. Um, I'm, I'm a, I am a fan. Um, so, uh, but I think we have one thing in common here that we're we're native New Yorkers, correct? You're you're from New York. That's right. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm from Queens. You're from Brooklyn. I am from originally Brooklyn. Moved to Staten Island, uh, but oh. immediately started rooting for the Yankees because I saw what was happening in Queens. To be very honest with you. Um, <laughs> Are, are you? Oh well, you should have been there when they won. I mean, it was it was uh, it was it was a celebration indeed. Okay, so are are you a a sports fan of of, of any um, team? I, in I am, I'm a fan. I mean, I just I I find myself uh, all over the place. So I'm not mm. I'm not sitting tight and, and catching all the games I should be getting. So um, I've, I've lived a pretty nomadic life. For okay. The past. 20 years okay. or so. Did you grow up a, a fan of any team? But I grew up, you know, every, you know, in, in Queens growing up, like every, you know, Sunday, every every kid was home watching the football game. Like okay. nobody was out playing, you know, sure. at home. Did you go to any um, Jets games at Shea? Did you spend any time in Shea Stadium in your um, life, Adrian Brody? I you did, yeah. I've been, to, I've been to a number of games in my youth, but not not so much lately. I just, okay. um, you know. So I need to scratch off all those been to questions. A bunch of Laker I... games, actually. Oh. <laughs> Which games? Which games have you been to? I said I've been to a bunch of Laker games. Well, I definitely want to ask you about the Lakers in a second as well, yeah. because I know what's coming up for you as well. Mm-hmm. Other than these couple projects here uh, with you at the the Showtime program that's coming up. Um, so I'm I need to scratch out all those questions about the Wes Anderson Fantasy Football League that uh, that, that that those don't exist. Pretty much. <laughs> Is there one? That would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tilda Swinton's not drafting anybody in her fantasy football. <laughs> That's great. I'm telling you, that would that would that would really catch on. <laughs> What <laughs> is it? coming in. <laughs> Here comes. I don't know, man. So, uh, all right. So, what is it like on a Wes Anderson set? Walk me through what that's like, Adrian um, Brody. Well, they vary. You know, I, I've been fortunate to work with Wes for for many years now, and um, you know, I, I just think he's just such a wonderful person aside mm-hmm. from his enormous talents as a filmmaker. Um, you know, the one thing that I find most unique is that he creates this environment that's so welcoming and um really it's like a family it's like a a troop of of uh players joining a you know an ensemble and and everyone you know everyone's welcome to the table literally and and figuratively and um you know it's 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 great and the the key key members of the crew have been a part of his team for decades are, are all there and you know we we dine and, uh, at night and we sit together and uh you know have a life together and 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 you know most films um even though you're on location at times and you might vibe with one or two people you you live a pretty isolated mm-hmm. time you know you you everyone has their work to do so you're you're kind of off on your own preparing and then you have your family or friends that may join you and but it's really not as um connected and and i love that about wes and then on the creative side you know he's just so it's so unique i mean the style in which he shoots requires a, a level of uh focus and uh coordination it's 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 some so much of it is a dance between all the departments and the other actors and and uh there are he doesn't cut away and and do a lot of coverage so you do these 
elaborate moving master shots, and that that there's no room for error. There's no room for you to take a breath or stutter or wow. miss miss a beat or miss a word or for anyone else to miss a beat or a word or for the dolly to not land where you land or for you to not land where you're supposed to land, et cetera. And, and it's so, it's, it's amazing when it, when it works, it's amazing. Um, and you see it in his films, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it sure is a unique process. Do you have a favorite Bill Murray story? From a set or anything? <laughs> well, you, got, you got one for me? Anybody? I have some I can't really share. Oh my um, gosh. But um, we were watching, what were we watching? It's um, We were watching the football, uh, the, the soccer, um, you know, football play uh, like finals. The, in, in, uh, and when we were in Cannes, so I don't know, yeah, so, and we were, we were it was the, the last moments and we all had a dinner and... Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Owen Wilson and Bill excused themselves and were down at the, you know, at the hotel bar watching the game, and mm-hmm. and uh, and then we all joined them towards the end. And there were, you know, there were there were complete strangers there on their European vacation, uh, also sitting in this kind of lounge area, and Bill would just come up and like throttle them and. Sp- Spill water on them and cheer on the team. So, so okay. So, it I think amazing. I think this it is the really UEFA amazing. Cup. They, they, this the European they had a good sense of humor about it. Right. These are like the Euro. I think it was the Euro Championship, right, Chris? Yes. This this yes. week. Yeah, from the, over the summer. From yeah. over the summer, and so you're saying uh-huh. just regular patrons of this establishment yeah, some, are just some, there. You know, Italian <laughs> tourists were visiting France and rooting, you know, watching the game and. You know, Bill was, you know, literally over their shoulders on the couch from behind, you know, <laughs> bringing in the American muscle. It was really something. It's it just, was something. I bet, I bet, just being around him. And then I, I could see yeah. Henry Winkler, correct, is part of the cast this time around? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's... Henry plays my uncle, uh, my character's uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he's so wonderful. We just did a and a together in L.A., and he was really the star of the show. Everyone loved him, and he's so funny. and um, Nicest guy on planet people. Earth, right? Like, literally one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet Isn't on he? planet Isn't Earth. Isn't he? Like, he's so, so sweet. And, uh, I know, and we're, we're right around the same age. We're right around the same age, Adrian. And, I, I, you know, anytime I've ever gotten to talk to him and he's interviewed on the show, I'm like, this is the Fonz. And I cannot I believe, know. like, the Fonz is, like, truly, like, one of the sweetest gentlest purest no. driven snow individuals on planet earth like what a great I actor know. he is right i mean i told him i was always, i always dreamt you'd be my uncle <laughs> you know he's just such a he's so great did you ever ask him to like you know hit, hit something and turn it on just by hitting it with his shoulder or with his arm or something no, like that i, I, mean, I, I didn't <laughs> give him i didn't give him uh, no i am sure he's had that too much right exactly um so uh, norm with with the uh, celebrity guests like yourself adrian brody i we play a game called celebrity true or false where we pull facts from uh, articles written about you and then the uh, oh, the dreadful God. wikipedia to see what's true or false would you mind uh, okay. just giving this a whirl celebrity true or false you can't handle the truth True or false, you raced in the gumball rally in 2004, racing from Paris to Cannes. Is that a true story? It's a true story. Uh, would you like me to elaborate on Please. that? Please, yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, I've, I've actually I've done it twice, um, okay. one probably over a decade later. 
And I did that with one of my uh, that that rally. I did with one of my closest uh, friends, um, and we. You know, I grew up drag racing in New York. I grew up in Queens, as I said, and I, you know the, you know the one thing that the guys on the block and I all had in common was we had a, an affinity for muscle cars, and they were all quite I mean, a number of them were quite good at mechanical skills. So I learned a lot um, growing up there, and and um, so it was a thrill to to get invited to do this rally, and it wasn't Paris. It wasn't merely Paris to Cannes. It was Paris to Cannes via uh, of driving all the way down into Spain, taking a ferry uh, to, to Morocco, uh, driving through North Africa, through the Atlas Mountains Jeez. with half of a Xerox map because <laughs> it was a rented car and, and I didn't have the nav discs <laughs> for other territories. Uh, and then um, back in through Spain up through the south of France into Cannes for the beginning of the festival. And that was done in six days. I think we did. Man. I think I did 5,500 kilometers, something like that. I did about 3,000 3, miles or so, a little over 3,000 miles. Right. And, uh, you know. Huh. Um, so where did it was you, something else. It was fun. Where did you drag race in Queens? Bell Boulevard? Like, what are you, like at midnight? Um, like, what, we, like, we, uh, it was a number of number of uh, hot spots. I okay. mean, Francis Lewis Boulevard was always good to kind of cruise and pick up trouble and then find people that would race. And then there were organized races, somewhat organized, at night, really Damn. late on the conduit, right on the side of JFK along the airport. That Damn, trip. that is some next level and, uh, you stuff. Know, from everyone from you know all the kind of surrounding boroughs would bring their monstrous muscle cars that were right. far not street legal you know they just line up and there, there were there were hundreds of people hundreds and hundreds of damn people. okay uh, next, it was amazing next one for you uh, true or false you drove a stock car in the long beach celebrity grand prix you finished fifth behind keanu reeves is that true i finished sec i think i finished second okay <laughs> that's, that's false that's false. That's, that's my recollection um there's a phone. oh you know what yeah i yeah um you, you could watch that race. I, I led that race most of the laps, and there was an accident, and then that slowed us down, and I think mm. he wedged in. But he's a great driver. He's a, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's oh, an okay. amazing, amazing driver. All right. Um, That's a good yeah, one. That was fun. I've done the Long Beach Grand Prix four or five times. It was a, a, a charity race that they've done, which is also really I have exciting. ridden in a two-seater with Mario Andretti on that course, and I literally saw my life flash before my eyes about 19 <laughs> times. That is a serious course, man. That is no joke. Uh, that must have been exciting. <laughs> yes, it was. And then I drank the entire uh, quart of milk in one shot, and I impressed him, which is truly one of my greatest achievements, Adrian. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, hey. It's not a bad one. I got, I, here, Make it through a race and then to drink a quart of milk. I mean, you're, you're a braver man than I Thank am. you, sir. Uh, third one, uh, you're a hip-hop aficionado and you were friends with Tupac. Is that true or false, Adrian Brody? Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, Pac and I uh, did a movie called Bullet together uh, many years ago with Mickey Rourke. And, um, yeah, he, he's a great guy and um, big loss. Sure. Um, and yeah, I've, I've grown up. Yeah, again, that's another. I did not know that that you and, and Tupac were 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 friends. Um, and then here's here's the fourth one. I need I need I need as much information about this as possible, Adrian Brody. 
True or false, Jack Nicholson invited all the Best Actor nominees over to his house before the 2003 Oscars. It was you, Daniel Day-Lewis, Michael Caine, Nicolas Cage at his house. Is that true or false? It was, He invited all of us. Mm-hmm. Daniel couldn't make it, but it was, yeah, it was a chance for me at a very young age to get a, a powwow with Jack and, and Nick Cage and Michael Caine and... Yeah, it was it was kind of amazing. What was? Amazing. The, g- g- give me a good Jack story. I, I got to get something from you on that, if you don't mind. Whatever you may have. Oh, I mean, Jack is just. I mean, the one story that always uh, amazes me is when I first met Jack. He didn't know my name, <laughs> and then next he invited me to his house. But he thought my name was Adrian Brophy. Okay. And then, uh, okay. And then we were, and we were, then we were hanging out. Okay. After well, then when you got the trophy, then he would definitely know what your name was, right, <laughs> Adrian? Nice. Then, then he, nice he definitely style. learned your name right there. I mean, so, so it, well, how was the view from his house? Nice, beautiful. It's like, it's, yeah, okay. as I recall, I mean, I just remember that the scotch was really good. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. You know, okay. that was something else. All right. Last uh, couple questions for you. You are playing Pat Riley, correct? In the Showtime um, story about it's Showtime? Yeah, so don't, don't, yeah, I, okay. I'm playing Pat. It's um, untitled, is, okay, it, at the it's, moment? It's, uh, it's untitled for the moment. It's on HBO. Okay, on HBO. All right, very uh-huh. good. And it's and it it's but about it's that Showtime era of great. The, the okay. kind of fast break basketball that, that the Lakers were known for in the. Uh, beginning of the age. I heard that you were cast as Pat and I thought that has to be the greatest casting of all time. You would, I, I, I can imagine you're going to stick you. the landing on this one. Have you reached out to Pat? Have you talked to him at all? Have you connected with the actual um, Pat Riley? We, we've communicated a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I've, I have, I have a bunch of research material that, that he'd sent me and, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I mean, it's a, it's a big, it's a big thing. He's such a, He's such a, you know, force of nature and uh, so iconic and, um, you know, just such a, an amazing person. So it's a, it's a big honor for me. What's research material? Like, what is it? Like, stuff that he had? I mean, he's, well, there, I mean there's plenty. There's a lot of stuff out there, but he's written books. And, right. Uh, you know, um, it helps. Any tips on the hair? Is he giving you any tips on how to wear the hair? You know, pomade you'd be tips? surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... I, I don't know how much you knew of Pat prior to his. I mean, you know, oh sure, the early I mean, heyday. I mean, he's had so many. He's had such a vast career. But when, yes. you know, when he was a player, you know, he used to play for, even played for the Lakers. Even, but um, you know, um, you know, he's just, um, you know, Pat is just like he's gone through a lot of fashion uh, yeah. phases. <laughs> so yes. it, it's an amazing journey, you know, where he where he lands it is amazing. So I, I think it's it's fascinating for me and I think it's gonna be really interesting for people to 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 see that. Well I can't wait for you to see you on HBO coming up and on succession. Is there anything you can um as you leave us here today, sir, walking out the door, give me something on uh, on who you're playing and and what's going to what we're yeah, gonna see I, mean, I, I don't know how much they want me to really share, but it, it's uh, I'm you know I come in soon and I, I'm I you know I just uh, steal scenes. Is that what you're I, saying? I stick it to these guys a little bit, you know. I'm just like, it's fun. It's like I'm um you know I'm they're all such 
sharks and and uh it's uh um, i just come in as a as a different kind of shark okay a wait you're you're a shareholder for waystar is that uh who you are that's what i'm gathering from all the the yeah, previous yeah i mean i i have I, yeah i have i have i have a good stake in, in all of that okay and you're just going to start stirring it up. I look forward to it. Adrian Brody, I'm a fan of yours. Uh, I'm Thank a, you. I'm a fan of yours from the Angels in the Outfield days. That's how far oh, back wow. I go. That's how far back That's I go. Amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'm sure cool, you, 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 all your, or you're growing up in Queens watching the Mets do their thing. I'm sure you, you brought that to bear on that, on that film back in the day. I did too. my best. You did. You looked I like a true California. league days. Yeah. You looked like a true California angel. Adrian Brody. <laughs> she did. That's funny. <laughs> Thanks for the call. That's great. Really appreciate, hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Let's do this again. That's Adrian yeah. Brody, the Academy Award winning actor who is in the new Wes Anderson film, The French Dispatch, with an all star cast, as always, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. When we come back, let's take a break. When we come back, we, we tie things together. Again, this is like a tapestry. It's not just a show where we talk. We, we tie everything together. A head coach has been asked about two things. Once, one, rumors about college football knocking on his door to offer him a job and that nfl coach was also asked about halloween candy that's all next on the rich eisen show with your calls as well it's that time of year people spring has sprung and that means spring cleaning or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, you used to think about it all the time. It's By the way, this is a rhetorical question. You guys keep oh. answering it over and over again. It's a rhetorical <laughs> question because you have oh. not thought of your dream in a long time. That is not true, Rich. Yes, you, no. <laughs> think about it every no. morning also, when the alarm goes Rich, off. No. It also just, just goes to show and, no. and illustrate your no. elite skill as a broadcaster because the way you ask that question, I I like you're talking it to appears me. as if Merce- you want us to answer. The Mercedes van... The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that I've been talking about for weeks since the beginning of this NFL season. I want one. <laughs> it is still getting ready for you to pay a visit and reconnect with your dream, the dream that you could go anywhere, do anything with the people that you love. You could go and visit 
the entirety of the United States of America. You could start your own business. You need a, 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 a van to maybe start your own business, get around, start things up. The Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about is so awesome because it's, it's, it's a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist, blind spot assist, amazing performance, amazing reliability, a voice command system, an MBUX voice command system, five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine that runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. Tell them your dream sent you. Um, so remember how um, – Mike Tomlin said, how come they're not asking Sean Payton? They're not asking oh, Andy Reid. Did, did they get asked, by the way? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No. Man, they thought, did not. I, I mean, thought well, you were setting set, it, yeah. no. it up. No. I'm just saying, we said, what, essentially, why aren't these guys with Super Bowl rings yeah. being asked the question? Of course. Well, first of all, Carson Palmer didn't drop their names on Dan's show. Right? True. And plus, you know, Mike Tomlin, there, there's, there, you know, it, it just made no sense. It, none of it made sense. And I totally understand him being pissed off about it. And oh, he yeah. doesn't want to deal with it. And then again, greatest drop ever. Never say never, but never. Never say never, but never. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, bud. So um, today, Matt Rule was asked about college head coaching oh, rumors. Because, you know, he came from college. Interesting. And uh, does he want to go back to that warm embrace of college football after – What's going on in Carolina and the what's going on in Carolina it was once upon a time three and zero and then Owen Ford. Does he want to? He does not. Does he want is is Matt Rule part of that uh, Petrino cut and run maneuver? Quote: I have one of the greatest jobs you can have, says Matt Rule. I left an unbelievable job at Baylor. You don't get to say that you like to build and then be upset at what you inherited, huh? Is that? Uh, I'm sure there's a great Chinese restaurant in Charlotte. That sounds like something you crack open and say that, right? <laughs> you don't get to say that you like to build and then be upset at what you inherited. Okay, I like that. Also, it's also a nice veiled shot at like uh, I'm I'm only dealing with the cards that I'm dealt with here. This is what I came into. I know, and I we're came, doing our best to build it. And I came into the 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 era in which Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. Right? Um, yeah. Right. No, excuse me. Yeah. Right? Guy was dominant before Rule arrives. Uh -uh. And now he's just like, hey, I get here and, you know, the main guy is, he can't, he stay, can't stay on the field. Yeah. You know, you like Mike Davis or you like Chuba Hubbard or you like CMC? So, yeah. you know. And, uh, and then Matt Rule was asked about his favorite Halloween candy. Oh, I he, love this. And he ordered it. He put it in order. Here you go. Ranked. You want one through you want one through three or three through one? Let's go three through one. Number three. Reese's pieces. Oh, the pieces. Yeah, that's not a bad that's no. that's nice because that that's that's like in the M M&M M mix where you open a bag and you get a whole bunch. Right. Right? But it's peanut Reese's butter. Reese's pieces not very very E. T. as well. E. T. Yep. Phone okay. Phone. All right. Elliot. Number two. I'm with him. Twix. Yeah, I love Twix. Twix. Man, the, Twix. Number one. We have yet to mention this candy today. Oh. Butterfinger. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a good reason Butterf for that. I mean, yes. We're know. not Bart Simpson. But Butterfinger <laughs> is like, in theory, Butterfingers are amazing. 
right? And then you eat one. Oh, uh, it's in the back of your teeth. And then it's stuck in your teeth, teeth yeah, for like three days. I know. Yeah. Two bites in, you kind of regret it. You're like, oh, this was oh. so good. And you're like, oh, but now I got this. Yeah, oh, I got, I yeah. you got to dig in there. Oh. You got to dig in there. It's like it's like the chocolate version of dots. Dots. Like a, yeah, like a juicy dot. fruit. Dots are just an abomination. They're terrible. Dots are terrible. <laughs> like every time I every time I see a dot, dots are an abomination. Dots an abomination. Anytime I see a dot, I think to myself, that will never get at all digested. Like that literally will sit in there like a rock. You know, like that like Matt that Rule, old, that old wives' tale. Like you swallow gum, it's in there for seven years, like that. Matt Rule check mark on candy corn. Yeah, Ooh. I knew I liked Matt Rule for a reason. Now I just need somebody to say, you like candy corn, you hate James Dolan, <laughs> and you also <laughs> want to get rid of the rule or the balls fumbling through the end zone, and then we're simpatico. You guys are stepbrothers. You turn into yes. best friends. Yep. Here's another reason why Matt Rule's not leaving for college, Rich. David Tepper dollars. David Tepper dollars are sitting there, aren't they? They gave him a six-year deal, didn't they? So many Tepper dollars. Tepper dollars. Well, there are, as you know, some uh, boosters with blank checks large enough I, I in the guess, state of Texas that might want them. I don't know. I USC. Why wouldn't you want Matt Rule? Again, these are all wish lists. Yeah. USC is just going to keep busting up all these press conferences. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's James Franklin. If he wants it, it's, gonna, it's his. James Franklin. It's his. Want, wants if it. James Franklin wants out, he wants in at LSU. That's where he wants to go. He wants, a, he wants a seat at the SEC table. That's my guess. Maybe. That is my guess, sir. There you go, Matt Rule. You can't, when is it, let me get this right here. You don't get to say that you like to build and then be upset at what you inherited. Does that mean you want to coach college or not? I don't know. Great answer. Great answer. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show.